The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, where spirituality and recovery meet with Rev. Anna Schaus, Ph.D., from Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington. Now, here's your host, Rev. Anna Schaus. Welcome to the Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth in recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host. Thank you for listening with us today. I'm very glad that you've joined us. We're, again, we're going to have another great program here on Spirit of Recovery. And uh, I love getting your emails and getting your messages and uh, hearing how what we're doing here is making a difference in your life. And that is fantastic. So thank you for participating. Thank you for liking Spirit of Recovery on Facebook. You can find us there on Facebook and like us. And also thank you for sending those emails. You're very welcome to uh, talk with us during the show. You can call in or email in with a comment or a question about our topic today. I thank you also for letting your friends and the people in your recovery community and your unity community and your other spiritual communities and people that you know, uh, know about us here on Spirit of Recovery. It's great to be broadcasting on the topic of recovery here on Unity Online Radio. I know that we're bringing you guests that are touching your heart, that are opening your mind, that are giving you new ideas, new thoughts, and inspiring you in your spirituality walk and in your recovery walk. Every week we do have topics that are important to the recovery community, and our guests are people who are down-to-earth, knowledgeable, and innovative. They are either people who are in recovery themselves or who work with or write for recovering people from that spiritual basis, and sometimes they're all three of those uh, things, how they're part of spirituality and recovery. Their guests always bring you practical information that you can use and lively discussions that get you thinking. You can listen to Spirit of Recovery, of course, live. Um, you can listen through your computer. You can listen through your smartphone. Also, we have uh, archives, and you can listen to those on demand. Simply go to www.unityonlineradio.org backslash program backslash spirit of recovery and you can find lots of archives and enjoy those on demand the spirit of recovery is a welcoming place and if you're a person who's in recovery from any kind of an addiction or if you're the family member or friend of someone that's got the disease of addiction and perhaps you're in recovery as a family member or friend or not or if you're just curious interested in the process of recovery interested in spirituality we welcome you and welcome your participation here with us at the spirit of recovery 
My name is Anna Schaus, and I am your Spirit of Recovery host. I'm a unity minister and an addictions counselor. Also, I am a person who has in my own circle of love and friendship many people that have the disease of addiction. And years ago, those relationships got me engaged in a process of my own personal growth and recovery and spiritual development. So my walk is an integration of the unity principles and the recovery principles. And that does keep transforming my life and keeps me growing in deeper and more powerful ways. I am delighted to have the opportunity to share with you these ideas about recovery, about spirituality, and bring these fantastic guests uh, that have so much to share, uh, of such depth and such integrity with us. So today, our topic is recovery. It's all about living. You know, we recover so that we can live life instead of just sleepwalking through life. And when we develop our talents and our interests, we find that that's a very important part of discovering what we can pack into that stream of living. Discovering our creativity, developing our talents is how we participate in life. My guest today is Alan Smith, and he's going to be sharing with us about this. Alan has uh, many years of recovery, and he is a songwriter and uh, a musician. He is going to discuss with us today how his songwriting and how making music does bring joy to his life and engages him in life and engages him in participation. Alan also is a participant in um, unity as a unity student, as a participant in a unity community, and he has also a lot of uh, experience and depth in that. And again, he brings to us his unity background as well as his recovery background. He's going to share with us today about his music and all that that all that brings to life, and how he shares with other people about that. So, Alan, welcome to the Spirit of Recovery. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's great to be with you. Very glad that you're here. So, what got you interested in music and being a musician? Well, that's, you know, there, there are a lot of little things. I mean, uh, in terms of uh, uh, songwriting, I think as a little kid, I just would always make up little parody songs about things. You know, in school, maybe about the, the nuns and the teachers or uh, about fellow classmates. I was trying to think today of... Uh, uh, something I, I, I could mention that I thought was kind of humorous. And, uh, there, there, we, we had an exchange student in the fourth grade, real nice guy, Juan from Nicaragua. And so me and some friends uh, and, and Jess, uh, with his, his uh, liking of it, we, we made fun of, of the Three Dog Night song, One, the Harry Nielsen song. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Juan is the loneliest Nicaraguan you ever knew. Now it's kind of crude, but... It kind of gives you an idea of uh, what we were going for at that time. And it always seemed that there were little sayings or um, little little uh, melodies in my head going on. And um, so more or less, I've, I've always thought of little songlets, little short little songs. And as I got older and more seriously into music, you know, trying to write whole complete songs. Um, you know, the singer-songwriter Tom Waits, uh, when he grew up, he would listen to uh, songs on his parents' Victrola, the old 78s, and hear all these old jazz standards. And he imagined that the songs were, had already been created. He'd look out in his backyard and he'd see these lightning bugs, and it was uh, a songwriter would go out and just discover them, that they were, these ideas were already there. And, hmm. and I can kind of relate to that in, in, a, in a sense as well. Um, and I think a lot of other guys, uh, I got into musician because I, I wanted to impress girls. That was probably part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being so honest here with us today, Alan. <laughs> so it sounds like that you, obviously, you naturally uh, were always playing around with music and that it, it was always a, a way for you, both creatively as well as a way to connect with other people. What you just said about uh, Tom Waits idea about the fireflies and picking out music you know that's a very spiritual idea um charles fillmore the co-founder of unity as well as many other uh people who were interested in, in developing their spirituality would say things kind of like that like that, that basically divine ideas are in the universe and basically you can be open to them or not have you ever thought about that as a, as part of your spirituality 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, not not you know, they're, 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 Unity looks at it at a very sort of in a very sort of sort of ordinary way. I mean, you hear people say, "Well, God inspired me to do this or that." I think in, in Unity we kind of do it from a more humble position. Well, no, the ideas are already out there, and I just connected with them. And uh-huh. I, 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 yeah, I can, you know, I, I, I kind of see that as true. I mean, we all like to think that we're all original, but there are ideas that have been out there for centuries. I, it was interesting, I, I was reading earlier today, you know, Gandhi had a lot of great quotes, uh, including, uh, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. And there's some people who think, well, that maybe went further back that uh, the, the Middle Eastern philosopher Rumi uh, said something to that effect, maybe said it differently. And, of course, in unity, we, we see the commonality and, and the unity in all religions in, in terms of uh, how, they, uh, how, how we see humanity and how we see that we're all connected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. One thing, uh, sometimes when people are in active addiction, even people that have been creative uh, in earlier in their lives, that their creativity either stops or it gets distorted somehow or it gets cramped up. What was that like for you when you were, um, in, you know, engaged in um, sort of active stress in your life? Did that affect your creativity or not? Oh, yeah. I think uh, back during my addiction, um, you know, I, uh, like other people who've been addicted, uh, I, I, it was medication for me to, to uh, uh, ease the pain. Uh, I think people who are addicted are not that much different than people who don't go through addiction. It's just that, you know, we find whatever medication it is, whatever our addiction of choice is, to numb the pain. And in doing so, one can feel like they're, they're being very creative, and there are a lot of people who have created wonderful uh, music and art and everything by being intoxicated in one way or another. And uh, for people who uh, get into an addiction, it, it just, for me at least, and I've seen in other people, that, that ability to create just sort of evaporates mm-hmm. um, eventually. And that, that's, that's, that's what happened to me. And the the things that I've done that have been, you know, most, the things that I've created, so to speak, that people have mostly connected to have been those things, you know, uh, after, you know, I've, I've, uh, was able to deal with my addiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's interesting that it sounds like that you, after you began to move into a recovery process and you, you started to create Again, or create in a different way? Well, I think... Go ahead. Yeah, it's... Well, I I think uh, initially in a different way um, uh, and and create again. uh, At the very first, it was like, you know, I didn't think I could do anything, (laughs) you know, without my medication, right? Um, And, and, you know, everyone goes through that in addiction somewhere or another. You know, how am I going to quote-unquote cope, as people say? But uh, I think I, I drew from um, other ways of thinking. I think I learned to react, uh, relax more. I think, um, you know, kind of opened myself up to other ideas. And, um, you know, it, there's a high you get when you create, and there's a high you get, you know, when you meditate, so to speak, and when you get quiet and... Uh, relax and, and try to communicate, uh, you know, within yourself with the, with the higher power, quote-unquote. And um, all that distillation uh, helps people, helps me in, in terms of the creative process. It, it simmers me down so I can, so I can uh, get in touch with thoughts and feelings and, and, and come up with uh, things that, you know, hopefully are meaningful to other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... It, so then meditation and, as you said, calming down is a part of your process. Tell us how that works. How do you create a song? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> um, you know, um, sometimes the words come first. Sometimes the music comes first. Sometimes it comes all at once. Sometimes a song will come immediately with very little need for alteration or change. 
Uh, sometimes I'll be influenced by something else externally, almost always that way, but, uh, and sometimes it'll, it'll take time. Sometimes I write with others, and that could be interesting as well. Um, but it, it, it's a process, and, uh, you know, uh, and, and sometimes I can hit myself over the head with it, but it's, it's kind of like inspirations that we look for in our lives, answers that we look for that people talk about in recovery. You know, I say, well, the answer will come if, if, if we're patient. And, and also there's that kind of uh, notion in unity as well. And it's like working on something, any project, anything, any concern for a long time, and then you go out for a walk or you go and you exercise or you get into something else or you lay down, and then, you know, the thought comes to you, the resolution, the, whatever it may be. And uh, I have found for me, uh, I don't exercise as much as I should, <laughs> but a lot of times while my body is distracted, if I'm walking or if I'm swimming, uh, that gives the mind a, a, an opportunity to, to kind of loosen up and, and I'll come up with ideas. And that's just generally true for, for uh, other things in my life as well. It, it's, it's good to, uh, you know, get, get, the, uh, get the mind distracted, whether it's, through meditation or, or through moving around or whatever, and, and it kind of loosens up and gets to those thoughts that, that can be really helpful to us, whether it's writing a song or, or trying to resolve some kind of concern. Mm-hmm. Do you ever find uh, that in the songs you write that there some ways bring you uh, answers or solutions to situations you're working on in your life, even though it may not seem to other people that they're personal. If you heard this, if somebody else heard the song, they might not say, oh, you know, he was working on that. But I don't know. I mean, in that creative process, does it, do you create solutions through that inadvertently almost or not? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think one of the songs, well, probably both of the songs we're going to hear today, but yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there's sort of a, a searching for, you know, I mean, I write songs out of the quote-unquote unity realm that are just good fun or about, you know, love and, or, or um, silly things or e- even, even, you know, rejection because, you know, that's, that's all about the human emotion and the human condition. But, yeah, I find that out to be true. And then with some songs, you know, I might be the first person in the song and it may not really have anything to do with anything, I, what I've been through, but something that I've observed someone else to have gone through. So it can work all ways in, in that sense. Sometimes... I, I kind of find out things uh, about myself or find out some kind of resolution to uh, concerns or problems, and sometimes it's, it's out of that realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like I think uh, sometimes even in a painting or a poem or for myself as a minister when I'm preparing a talk, is I'll look at it later and I think, oh, my goodness, I didn't know that it was really what was going on inside of me that was coming out here, that I was uh, – kind of answering my own questions in a sense right exactly yeah. exactly yeah and that's you know and that that's kind of the wonderful thing about the creative process i really believe that you know people talk about people who are creative who write who paint or do whatever but i think people who do anything uh, with human inter- interaction or whether they interact uh, uh you know with data or they're they're real good at building things and they search for a problem sooner or le- search for an answer to a problem you know, they get away from it, they do something else, they, they let their mind kind of take a rest or get distracted, and then, then it can come to them. And I, I think that's just, you know, one of, one of the wonderful things about the human condition, and I think that's, you know, some of the things we hear in recovery and, and also in unity uh, go into that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because really everybody's uh, certainly a part of the creative process, and it's almost a false thing to say, oh, well, it is a false thing to say that some people are creative and some people aren't. It's just not true. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I mean you know, it's, it's a labeling thing. I mean, I know people who, uh, you know, they can, they're good with, with carpentry or they're good with building thing and things, and I'm just, you know, that's, that's, that, that, that's not where my gift lies, I guess, not yet at least. <laughs> right. But, but, and people who can, who can figure out things on that level. You know, there's, there's people who talk about a craft or the artistry or even, even science, and uh, we get different answers in different ways. We're, 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 you know, the human race, we're, we're, we are inspired in many different ways. 
uh, to come up with answers uh, for for uh, different things that plague us, for different problems. And uh, I think the great thing about the human mind and uh, the inspiration uh, that we can get is that it's you know it's available to everybody. I mean, I see it daily. That's, with, with that's right. Hold that thought. It's time for our break. Um, Stay with us, listeners. We'll be right back. My guest is Alan Smith, and our topic is recovery. It's all about listening and the creative process. We'll be right back. We'd like to take a moment to encourage you, as part of our Unity Online radio family of listeners, to support this ministry through a love offering. For your convenience, you can make one-time or recurring monthly donations. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for your support. wellness expert, Dr. Michelle Robin on healthy living. In the game of wellness, there's some basic habits that you need to embrace in order to live a well life. In her book, Wellness on a Shoestring, Robin shows you that complete wellness of body, mind, and spirit doesn't have to cost a fortune. Client Eddie Penrice turned his health around with Dr. Robin's seven habits for a healthy life. I've got to say my body just embraced the change. Besides feeling better, looking better, thinking more clearly. Many of Robin's seven habits for a healthy life are simple and free. She offers tips and shares real stories from clients like Eddie, who've incorporated the habits into their lives and seen the results. You can make this change by being convicted that you will do it. That you don't need anyone else's assistance or help to do it. Make this the year you get healthy. Discover a low-cost, attainable path to feeling better than ever. Order wellness on a shoestring today at www.shopunity.org. Thanks for listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus and her guest. If you have a question or comment or experience with today's topic that you'd like to share, call us now at 888-55-UNITY. That's 888-558-6489. Call now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. I'm very glad that you're listening with us here today. If you're just joining us, our topic is recovery. It's all about living, and we're talking about the creative process and how that's an important part of life and an important part of recovery. My guest is Alan Smith. Alan has many years of recovery, and he is also a songwriter and a musician, and he is sharing with us about how his creative participation in life really gets him engaged um, in his own, uh, the depths of his own spirituality and in connection with other people. We're going to hear a couple of Alan's songs a little bit later in the program today as well. But before we get back to my conversation with Alan, I invite you to join me in the Serenity Minute, which is a brief moment of meditation. We'll share a constructive idea and then relax and let go into the quiet, let go into that conscious contact with our higher power. So I invite you to share with me this constructive idea. I open to the creative power of the universe. I am a joyful expression of creativity. I am open to the creative power of the universe. I am a joyful expression of creativity. And now we spend a moment in the quiet. Thank you, friends, for joining me in the Serenity Minute, and I trust that that gave you 
at least a brief opportunity to allow your mind to become quiet and to open up to that presence that is your higher power. So now I'm back to my conversation with my guest, Alan Smith, talking about recovery. It's all about living and about the creative process. Alan, you have a song that you uh, express as being very uh, much related to recovery in a very direct way. That song is Still Need Love. Tell us how you came to write that and what it means to you. Well, uh, a friend friend of mine had this saying she would use over and over again, and I ended up writing three verses around it. And I took it to uh, another friend who I've written music with before, who is actually a uh, Unity uh, music director in West Virginia. His name is Ron Soul. He's also the music director for Mountain Stage uh, on a show on public radio. And uh, he... uh, he helped me edit the, the verses a bit, but he didn't think that the chorus worked well, even though he liked the chorus, but it, he didn't think it really connected with the song. So we went back and forth over a period of years, even after I'd moved from um, West Virginia to North Carolina, and we kind of finally settled on um, this uh, chorus, and, and a friend of mine heard me sing it, and... Um, I wrote I wrote the verses in about twenty minutes. In fact, that's one, it's one of those ideas that just sort of came out of me, even even though the song in its totality took a while to write. The, the verses just really just came out, and Ron helped me edit the, the verses to make them a little tighter. But a friend of mine down here, he heard it and he said, "Oh, this is this is a great song." So he has really been uh, motivating me to you know really promote it and. He has a list of, you know, great and famous people who should sing it. <laughs> I don't object to that. But uh, anyway, it's it's been meaningful for some people uh, in recovery, I think. And um, I'll talk a little more about the production of it. But when I went in, went in the studio with the producer, uh, I, I had an idea for, you know, bass, drums, keyboard, uh, harmony, singing. And he said, no, it should just be you and acoustic guitar. So that's pretty much the way we recorded the song. Okay, so here we go. We're going to hear Still Need Love by my guest, Alan Smith. Well, I don't need no thorns. I've carried my cross. I'm not lost Well I don't need no penance I've made my amends Don't need no guru Cause I got friends But I still Yes, I still need love I thought I healed enough I still At last I am safe Don't need no preacher Cause I got faith Well I don't need no deals I've paid my debt
that what I kept hearing was the a lot about personal responsibility mm-hmm. about not tell, t- say some more about that was that part of it for you in, in those lyrics or what those lyrics mean for you well I think um, you know people in recovery and people in unity uh, we we uh, importantly uh, we, we get all fired up and we we, uh, we get involved and we go to meetings of one kind or another and we, we do book readings and, and all this kind of stuff, and you you reach sort of maybe a plateau or where you reach conclusions where you realize that um, you got to do things for yourself, and you can't rely so much on other people, and uh, in, in a sense, or, or rely on maybe old concepts of uh, spirituality. You know, there's one line in there. I, I hope I haven't offended. Uh, Ministers I know, and I've talked with them about this before. About don't need no preacher because I got faith, and it uh, you know it, it has to do that. Um, I don't consider unity ministers preachers, by the way, but <laughs> but but it, it, it has to do with again finding that 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 strength from within, and then uh, you know being able to share it with others, and then the conclusion is. But after all of this, you know, I'm still looking for things. I'm still. I'm still needing love. I still need others. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it, you know, in 12-step programs they talk about, it's, it's a we program, you know. It's about me, but it's about we. And um, that's, um, that, that, that's kind of part of it. Someone heard it once told me they thought it was sort of a, um, you know, a, a rebellious side of spirituality. In that, you know, I don't need these certain things because I've found these other things. You know, I don't need thorns. Uh, you know, uh, um, I don't need uh, penance because I've made amends. Uh, you know, I, I've taken care of, of the problems I may have caused others one way, and I don't have to carry that around with me in, in, in a penance kind of thing where I have to, you know, say, certain prayers all the time over certain things. I've, I've gone out of my way to go to those people and, and try to set things straight and set things right and be able to move on, you know, as, as, uh, as we you know, are guided through the steps of recovery in terms of making amends to people, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of thought with that in it uh, about those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And um, so, you know, uh, when my friend heard it, he just, you know, he just, I mean, I thought it was all right. I mean, I mean, I, I like a lot of the stuff I do, but he just, he thought it was special. So he's just, you know, really pushed me to do things with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's all right. I mean, if, and if people can hear it and it means something to them, that's fine, especially in this day and age of free music all over the place, right? If, right. If it, if it means something to somebody, then, you know, that's, that's enough, you know, in, in a lot of ways. Um, but, uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an evolving, uh, kind of situation. And, and, um, you know, the last line about don't need no regrets cause I got tomorrow. And that's, that's about letting go of the past and, and moving onward. And, um, so there's, there's kind of that balance in the lyrics, you know, letting go of certain things or viewing certain things one way. And now you've got a new way of dealing with them. Right. I mean, at, as I hear, heard the song and as you're talking, I am very much uh, aware of what uh, very powerful and astute metaphysics are in those concepts. Because what, what you're talking about, that's the metaphysical understanding. Uh, that is the the understanding that of the unity metaphysics and all those new thought metaphysics, as well as the recovery principles of 12 Well, the steps. amazing thing about it, I've just mentioned the amazing thing about it, I wrote all that before I got into unity. Huh. So it was, I mean, a lot of it had to do with recovery, but it was almost a precursor of the things I would find out later. And some of those, some of those lines took on a deeper meaning once I was in unity. Right. So I, I thought that was sort of interesting, too. It was sort of a precursor or, uh, you know, a uh, forecasting of, of things to come. So that's, that's, that's one thing that occurred to me about that as well. Yeah, that is interesting. And, uh, again, this is my interpretation. I won't lay it on you. But my interpretation of that is that that, that uh, metaphysical understanding of spirituality, that it is about ourselves, it's about our own development of our consciousness, is a natural idea. I mean, in unity and other new thought, and on many, many spiritual uh, paths, people express that, but it's not, I think we don't express it because people made it up. We express it because it's how it is. You know, it's like it's how life works. And so, right, so- yeah. And, you know, the ideas, again, were just, they're, they're, they've all been out there. <laughs> I just stumbled upon them, kind of. Right. Uh, and, and that's one of those times where I wrote, wrote, I mean, I just wrote those verses in about 20 minutes, you know, tweaked them a little bit, uh, but to, to tighten them up and maybe make them a little more musical. But, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it's kind of a bridge of uh, from from recovery ideas to unity ideas as well. That's to me on a personal level. That's that's kind of uh, uh, what what the song is about. Mm-hmm. How tell us? A, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the connection between the two. Right. Uh, tell us about your how you make that unity connection, or maybe if you want to, how you got into unity, or how unity and and uh, your recovery work together. Well, uh, actually, this the same musician. Uh, he has an open mic night, and um, at a unity church in West Virginia, they've since ha- have a bigger church, but the church where they had it was kind of small. So we'd be waiting to play or sitting somewhere, kind of sometimes cramped in there, and we'd be surrounded by this unity literature. So I'd pick it up and read it, and kind of interesting. And I'd heard of unity before. And uh, I, uh, one part of my life, I started to uh, travel around the country. I was in a uh, kind of a profession where it, where it required me to, to move around and uh, kind of contract for other people doing things. So I got to go to different unity churches which was just absolutely wonderful because, you know, unity churches, all, they're so different from each other. And that's one of the great things about unity. It's just so wide open. And some really concentrate on metaphysical teaching and, uh, of Jesus. Some maybe don't mention Jesus that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, it, but it's all the common belief. I mean, you can go and hear a, a unity minister speak on... A particular topic, and then hear another unity minister speak on a particular topic. And my experience has been that that they'll have a lot of the same information, 
But what's amazing is they'll draw it from different sources. Again, the commonality, the unity of different religions. There's some unity ministers are kind of more, you know, I mean, we are Unity Church of Christianity, but there's some unity ministers who are maybe more Buddhist Christian, for example. So they, they arrive at certain conclusions from that point of view. The next week, you know, maybe hear a minister who's, who's more into uh, uh, Christianity and, and, and says some of the same things from different sources and reaches the same conclusions. Mm-hmm. And and so that that is just one of one of the for me personally one of the wonderful things about unity and uh, you know uh, it, it's helped me to you know be less judgmental of other people and other things <laughs> mm-hmm. you know maybe I, I just get That's older the- and I don't I don't say everything that comes to my mind same thing but <laughs> <laughs> I understand that it's time for a break uh, stay with us listeners we'll be right back my guest is Alan Smith musician songwriter recovering person unity student and we're talking about recovery it's all about living we'll be right back Music Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your hosts, Reverends Dale Worley and Christy Snow, are alive with the Spirit of God and singing their love to you. Each Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music, it's the only thing that the whole world listens to. Music speaks louder than words when you sing. You're listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet with your host, Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. And now, here's Anna. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. I'm very glad that you are with us today, that you're listening, and I know you're enjoying this program. My guest is Alan Smith. He's a musician, a songwriter, a Unity student, a recovering person. He's a creative guy, and we're talking about that creative process and and what that's about, how that works in recovery and how it helps us to um, stay focused on life, how it helps us to get engaged with life. And so, um, Alan, I want you to, we're going to hear another song of Alan's in just a minute. We already heard Still Need Love, and we're going to hear another one, which I think I find it pretty cool, and it's an interesting song. We'll hear about that in a minute. And I will post on the Spirit of Recovery Facebook page how you can uh, hear both of these on YouTube. So in a little bit, I will post that on the Spirit of Recovery Facebook page, and you can find these two songs um, with Alan singing them on YouTube. And Alan, you also have sheet music, right? If people want to perform these in, in themselves. Yeah. How do- uh- yeah, what I've done is uh, I'm not much of a sight reader myself, so I, I actually got actually another Unity person, Deanna. Uh, she has spiritsong.com, and she's one of these amazing people. Who you can submit a song to her, and she will chart it out. Okay. And so people who sight read can, can play it. And um, the, the sheet music I have, uh, I'm charging $6 for the vocal and piano, and then $4 just for um, just a lead sheet without the piano part. Uh, and it's all very simple. The, the, the arrangement we're going to hear in just a little bit um, is a little more complicated, but, but the point being is, is that this can be arranged any way you want it. Uh, you can make it slow or fast. Um, um, I was very fortunate. One of the Unity uh, music directors down here is a very accomplished uh, musician and producer, Kenny Harrison. And Kenny has... Um, uh, been on the road uh, playing music with Cindy Lauper. He uh, has produced uh, uh, hits for Vanessa Williams. Uh, he's written songs with uh, Freddie Jackson and produced for just countless numbers of people. And uh, so he uh, helped me actually with both songs, Still Need Love. He was the one who told me we should really keep it simple. And then he had great ideas on this song, and I can probably maybe talk about the personnel before or after. I don't know how you want me to handle that, but... Um, uh, this song, uh, just quickly, I'll, I'll indicate that, 
you know, I'm someone who gets upset about a lot of the things that go around in the world, like we all do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, I was trying to think of a spiritual tongue-in-cheek reply to a political problem. And I've written political songs. I've written all kinds of different songs. Um, and so this turned out to be sort of a unity reply. Uh, you know, there's some belief systems in the world where they're waiting for uh, the Savior to come back. And in order to do that, you know, some people believe there needs to be a big war in the Middle East or wherever. Mm-hmm. And so they're constantly waiting uh, for, you know, Jesus to come back. So this song uh, is, is sort of a, a reply to that called No Use Waiting for Jesus. All right. Well, here we go. No Use Waiting for Jesus. Bye, my waiting for Jesus to come back there's no use waiting for Jesus to come back there's no use waiting for Jesus to come back he's already here no use waiting for Jesus he's already Let me make this clear He's been in our hearts All this time He's in your soul And in mine Well, there's no use waiting for Jesus He's already here You don't need to let Him in You just need to let Him out Giving unto others Well, that's what it's all about No use waiting for Jesus He's already here No use waiting for Jesus He's in you and me No use waiting for Jesus He has set you free If what you think is what you see You create your destiny Well, there's no use waiting for Jesus He's already here You don't need to let him in You just need to let him out interesting uh it's really gone over well uh, i think uh, uh pretty much well in the unity community um i have some of my friends uh, uh you know who maybe they're, they're spiritual in their own way as a matter of fact i've got a lot of atheist friends and i think 
atheists in some ways. Many atheists can be very spiritual, and they they kind of kind of scratch their head and and uh, they they see it as you know just another Jesus song, danger, danger, Jesus song, bam, 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 you know. Uh, and so it, it has a broader meaning than that, as I mentioned beforehand. But what I wanted to do was make this uh, this uh, you know many people uh, who who might have a spiritual outlook uh, to, to listen to this and, and you know, uh, think how it could, uh, could apply to them. And I think it would work well and has worked well in different unity churches. One of the nice things about this is, is with the sheet music, I mentioned it a little earlier, but to go into more depth, you know, it, you can have it at a different tempo. This is real sort of up-tempo with sort of the Cajun feel and uh, a lot going on with uh, great harmony singers and, and harmonica and violin. I'm playing guitar and I'm playing bass guitar. And so there's just a lot going on with this, and it's, it's really nice. People can slow it down if they want and make it more of a, like a, a, a gospel tune. No use waiting for Jesus. He's already here. People can speed it up, make it a rocker, or slow it down, make it more of a folk tune. Um, you know, you, people people in different spiritual communities can can have it so it's a congregational. Everyone sings it, or they can treat it with just one person uh, singing the verses, uh, like a soloist, and, and kind of like I was, and then then uh, having everyone else come in uh, during the, the chorus part. You don't need to let them in part. So um, it, it's gone over pretty well, I think, and I'm just now starting to try to promote it to a different unity churches, and uh, I've gotten some good response. Uh, let me do this if I could. Can I mention some of the musicians on this? Yeah, briefly, yeah. Um, so we, we want to keep it, we want to certainly honor them. So tell us who was on there. Okay, all right. Kenny Harrison sang and he uh, engineered it and produced it. Uh, the Kissimmee Street Singers, uh, Kenny Harrison, Ann Kingston, Diane McDaniel, Kelly Parton, Paul Davis, and Sky. Harmonica Dave Johnson, we had on violin Stephen Fraley, and on snare drum Ray Burnett, and all under the uh, direction of um, Kenny Harrison, of course. Yeah, it was great. It was truly a great uh, production of it. So, yeah, thank you. Thanks for telling us who those people were. It's fabulous. So if people do if we want to produce it themselves or play it in their church or whatever, then uh, I'll post on YouTube how they can uh, get in touch with you, right? And you can give them the right. The, 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 my website, uh, right? Right now, okay, I have a website good. at musethought m u s e musethought dot com, and okay. that'll take you to a Reverb Nation page that I have that has the information, and the YouTube uh, pages have the information as well. Perfect. So I'll post that on our Facebook page on Spirit of Recovery. So it's musethought.com, and they can find right. you to get the charts. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's it's so wonderful. You know, part of recovery and part of the unity spirituality is finding that, that depth, finding about how can I live my life and certainly honor uh, Jesus, honor uh, spiritual teachers and and let them help us in many ways and it's about us it's about what am i doing what am i bringing to life right right uh, yeah yeah exactly it's it's and uh and also in, in a sense this song is also sort of like you don't have to wait for happiness mm-hmm. which is a hard message for me i know and uh, you know I'm, people are waiting for this waiting for that and you know what can i bring to a situation how can i be helpful uh, how can I be helpful sometimes by not saying anything and going with the flow? <laughs> you know, it's it's and it's it's about living in the now and appreciating what we have uh, at the moment. That's right. That's right. Um, tell us, we've got just a couple minutes left here, Alan, um, and you've shared so much great energy and inspiration and fun with us here today. What's what can people do themselves if they want to get more engaged with creativity, their own creativity in their own way, and not sit around and say, "Well, I'm not a creative person." How how can you encourage people to get engaged? It's part of getting engaged in life. You know, find something you like to do, whatever it is, and and, and view the things that you do as being creative. Uh, you know, in in Western society, we have this uh, line, we have labels, you know, about. Uh, what people do in a lot of societies, and and uh, you know, look at the things that you do. I mean, you, people are creative in, in all kinds of different ways, um, 
and uh, you know just just kind of go for it and sometimes it takes patience and uh sometimes it's like anything else you try it you go for it you take a break you come back and then boom there's the answer mhm mhm you know right thank you so much alan for all that you have shared with us today thank you for this music it's fantastic it's a lot it's both heart opening and fun and most of all, thank you for your creativity and your courage for living life. And I appreciate it. Thanks for being with me today on Spirit of Recovery. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful week. And know that spirit is at work in you, and you, too, are creative. We'll be back next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Recovery with Rev. Anna Schaus, Ph.D., and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time for down-to-earth ideas about keeping spirituality at the heart of your recovery. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington. Committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at soulmatters-spiritworks.org. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. may happen around you, things may happen to you, but the only things that really count are the things that happen in you. This meditative moment from Rev. Eric Butterworth is brought to you by Unity. Spirituality into your own hands? Bucking corporate religion in favor of finding your own path? Do you cross the boundary between religion and science? Or between religions themselves? Do you like a dose of humor with your truth-seeking? If you answered yes, you're what we call a holy rascal. Join Rabbi Rami Shapiro for How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Central. Rami and his guests will engage in lively, humorous discussions about what it means to be a spiritual human being in the 21st century. How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m., only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've seen reality TV. Well, now, get ready for Reality Radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, 
and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.